Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And if you have not clicked that subscribe button yet, what are you waiting for so you could get all of our amazing new episodes? Do it right now. But I'm super excited, guys, because we got a real juicy... Nah. <laughs> we just came from Miami. A little spiciness. And Jasmine just came from Waco. Yes, See her grandma. Country life. <laughs> country life. And so we want to share with you guys our experiences while we are there, like fresh off the plane. We got here at like 1040 this morning. Mm-hmm. And we sad because I don't think, Tired. did you sleep yesterday? Mm-hmm. An hour. I got an hour. An hour. hour. And the, I got hour an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we love y'all this My much. Miami nightlife is something else. Y'all, wasn't like, ready. My boys. Ooh, and, y'all look like y'all was having so much fun on the Insta snap. <laughs> y'all check us out on our Insta stories. It was lit. <laughs> um, but uh, Jasmine doesn't even know what has all went on yet, so we she, gonna they won't tell me. Time, right? Yeah. So we want to spill the tea while with her, so we are gonna get her real reaction on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then guys, the we're about to be on good and spill the tea with you guys. So what happens in Miami? Stays on our podcast. (laughs) So I don't know. It was just like a lot of life lessons while we were there that we just rushed up upon while we were doing things. So I don't know where you want to start off at, but start off just go through the the week. The week, yes. Okay, I got me anxious to know about the nightlife. I'm over here like, what happened? What the hell went down last night? What y'all doing? Ooh, honestly. Y'all, I want to know. Y'all better be, like, give me the raw. Yeah, I'm like, going to tell you I want to know every little freaking So inch. we got to Miami. First of all, our flight was delayed. Deborah did tell all, me that. First yes. of all. First of all. Like, I've never not, like, just experienced a, uh, you know, just It's the Mercury I, retrograde. Like, <laughs> so, originally, we were supposed to leave at 30. Mm-hmm. And we didn't end up leaving until about... 10. 10. Yeah, when we were supposed to be there. Like, we yeah. left when we were supposed to arrive in Miami. Exactly. Oh my God. So, there were some maintenance issues going on with the plane, mm-hmm. and then Better they couldn't resolve it. Which, you know, yeah, it's like you you kind of like frustrated because you want to just get to wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can appreciate that, you know what, they're doing their jobs, they're working because if right. something happens, it's our life. Like, yes. this is, you yes. know, so for I'm sure, like, take sure. your time, do what you need to do. Dude. But I'm trying to hurry and get to Miami. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was lucky. Really? Yeah, they're talking about something's wrong with the hydraulics of the plane. I was like, yes. you know what, throw the whole plane away. Give me a like, I don't need this. I'm real. I'm trying I'm to get my Miami. best friends to be exactly. back to me in one piece. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to go fight no, kill no, pilot <laughs> <laughs> airlines. Yeah, so eventually they did, they switched planes and they were like, okay, we gonna get y'all a new plane, get y'all Ooh. on y'all way. Yes. So we finally got there. We got to Miami at twelve thirty. Yes. Got Almost damn near ho- one o'clock. Yeah. Got wow. to the hotel by one one thirty. I mean, we hit the streets. <laughs> Did we go out there? Like, ain't let that drop us. We slept in. They hit the streets. Yes. Deborah. Okay. So there was three other people who went with us. So it was me, yes. Kobe, Deborah, Nikki, which is Deborah's friend. And Ashley, which is Nikki's friend. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, yeah, so we were like, this is our first trip where we weren't like with our main girls, mm-hmm. Jasmine, Kobe, Deborah, me. Uh, so we had two strangers, I guess. We knew them, but mm-hmm. they was cool anyway. So yeah, it, worked out. <laughs> it worked out perfectly. But yeah, they ended up going out that night. So we got in at 1-ish, 1230-ish, and they were already out hitting the streets, mm-hmm. hitting the nightlife. And I think we went to sleep. That I just feel like we never went to sleep, but we went to sleep. That <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel like we went out, but like, I don't know. No, girl, did we I go out every week? We did. I think y'all did. Y'all no, no, no. We got in Wednesday night. We went out Thursday night. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. I knew y'all every single move. The Soul uh, <laughs> Filling Podcast Gmail, y'all Uber was oh, sending all the notifications. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to change that. It's like, all good. I was just like, where they going to now? <laughs> <laughs> Uber, 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 Uber. Uber everywhere. Oh, hey, yes. Gosh, you know, the hotel was beautiful. We it had was. this beach. <laughs> Front, uh, what was in the beachfront? It was just ocean the ocean front. view. Yeah, it was an ocean so view. 
so it was just beautiful. It was so it was beautiful. beautiful. Jasmine got a super fancy. Like we ain't never been a hotel. Yeah. I knew what I wanted in my mind. Like I was just like, I just want an ocean view. I want a nice balcony, and I just wanted to be lit. Like I wanted to be beautiful. It and was. And it was. We woke up every morning to the ocean views. Like just I was sound. Like you could just hear sound. the ocean. Oh. Yes. And the window was so big, like the balcony was so big, like you open your eyes and you're like, oh snap, like every morning I got surprised, like this is the view again, like oh my god. So it was really nice. Okay, starting off with day, okay, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yes, day one. Okay, what happened? It was a full day. It was a beach day for us. beach day, okay. beach day. I'm about to get into the life lesson. (laughs) Life lesson number one. Life lesson lesson number number one. one. Okay. Oh, there's a lot of life lessons. You know, first of all, I fell asleep in the sun. And oh, so, yes. first of all, you know, us as African Americans, we think that the sun, you know, we're just invincible. That mm-hmm. we can just stay melanin. in the sun. <laughs> because we have melanin, that it's not going to hurt us. No, it's not true. Right. You're going to get burnt because burnt. My black, chocolatey, dark ass is feeling right now on my forehead and all my yes, nose. My forehead, my nose, hey. my shoulders. Yoni are told us. Burnt. She did. She warned us. I mean, she and did. We, she and we just we didn't listen. We, we, we had to say, we, 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 we did. literally was Sunday. I, I fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep on the beach, which was a mistake. And she I won't was, ever do it again. <laughs> so that was, yes, that was lesson number one for me. Just because you black don't mean invisible, okay? <laughs> yes. Get you some shade. Get you a hat, cute little hat for the beach. Your shades mm. protect yourself. That's true. Yeah. Please. That's yes. so true. My favorite part of that experience. I was so excited. So we were at the beach. So we got into the ocean after we slayed. Because every day was a photo shoot. If y'all ain't know, every day was a photo <laughs> shoot. So first we did our photo shoot in, and then we put the camera away and actually had fun. <laughs> some more fun. <laughs> some course. legit real yeah. fun. And so we were in the ocean, right? Um, and it was me, Deborah, Kobe, and there was this. Back, it's called a sand island. Is that um, what it's called? Further, sandbar. It's called a sandbar. sandbar. Mm. It's a sandbar. It's further out, and uh, you have to like make your way out there. It looks really far away, but people are like standing up. So do you know what I mean? So it's you like know, you know when you go to the beach and you're, it's people right there, right by the shore, just like playing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like kind of waist level, and some may go where it's neck level. Mm-hmm. But if you swim out, you know, even about five mm-hmm. feet, you know, ten feet out, mm-hmm. you can. It's a higher level of sand. So oh, so you can stand again. Yes. yes. Oh, it's, it's, wow. It's, it's, yes. But to get there, you do. You know, you're gonna be neck. Yeah. It's. it's it's some pretty deep water that you got to go through to wow. get to that next, you know, sandbar mm-hmm. where it is a little bit higher. Right. So we were all there like, dang, this is further away. So we wasn't really about that life, about doing it. <laughs> and then finally, I don't, I don't know if it was you or me. We're like, we we're just going to do it. Yes. We're just going to go do it. So mm-hmm. we're like, we're just going to do it. We're telling Deborah, like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Yes. But not moving. So finally, <laughs> me and Kobe start moving that way. We make it there. And Deborah's like, uh-uh, I ain't about that life. And then she finally sees us make it there. And she's like, oh, I could come out and do it. So we ended up going back to her and help her along the way. So that's lesson number one. So a lot of times you have to pass. You have to swim your way there to get to, like, that standing point. Mm. But you have to do it. Like, you just have to do it. Right. And then, it's a mental thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just telling ourselves, like, it's scary. That's crazy, you know, because you do. You see the people at the beach. When uh, a lot of times you're at the beach, you see those who are like far, far out. You're like, dang, look at that person way out there. <laughs> right. How they get out there? And you just never know because you never try. You just mm. in your mind, in your you're mind. giving yourself these mental blocks. And so I was just like, okay, if, I, if my boyfriend was here, what would he tell me? He'd be like, come on, live your best life. Like, just get out here, just do it. Come on, let's go, let's go. So I was like, let me just do that. Let me. Let's just do this. Yes. Let's, right. Let's try. Yes. We right. did it. We did it. And I already was hearing my mom back here like, don't go out there. Like, exactly. sharks going to take those. But, so we made it there. And then Deborah was like, oh. That's another lesson, too. You know, we let other people's fears yeah, um, prevent us from doing things. That's Very true. true. So we made it there. We got Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. Um, and she made it there, too. So another lesson with it is in that. It's like we tell people all the time, hey, let's just do it, let's just do it. Mm. Or you, we should do that, and we never actually do it. Mm. So she had to see us first get there to say, really? oh, I can, I can do, do this it. too. Yeah. Some people have to see it to believe it. Yeah. Mm. And it's just like 
that always goes back to how we always say, how do we change other people? We have to do it first. Like, we Real. have to be healthy first. We have to be um, holy first. Real. So I can say, oh, I see the blessings that you've got. Mm-hmm. I, you're not just telling me. I see it done. And then another thing Kobe was saying, it wasn't just that. Because we were preaching in the ocean. like We were like, oh, it's the lesson. Yeah. And John, John's like, once you make it, you have to go back and get your friend. Real. So um, we went back and got Deborah to help her make it too. Mm. So just that's, that's just beautiful. in life. When you make it, go back and Don't help everything friends. that you just too good. Like you just, you know, too good to, you know, go back and help right. the ones who are behind you. Yeah, no. so we learned all that by getting to a sandbox. Just by, you know, being in the ocean and being adventurous. I love yes. it. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. Lesson two. I got another one. Because <laughs> oh, we're in the ocean, right? And these waves were like beating oh, your man. ass. Like, boom, pop, my pop, Miami pop. waves. Girl. Knocking us over. <laughs> like, they coming strong. on top of my head. They were strong. Yeah, like, it's fun. It's it fun. It's not fun. It was really fun. Like I love fun. But what I realized is this is what I started doing. So the waves was like, boom, hitting me in the head, boom, boom, boom. So that's kind of why it was more hard to get to that sandbar. But then I realized once I was there, I started doing Tai Chi, girl. girl. And so I started moving in the ocean with the waves. Yeah, right? Tiffany, because a lot of now. people, yes. so, so most people, when you're in the ocean and the waves are coming, you kind of do like this little jump to mm-hmm. kind of go with it. And Deborah, and just a lot of us, we kept getting smacked in the face mm-hmm. with it because it was just like, no, you're not right. doing it right. But what Tiffany is getting to is yeah. once you kind of move with it, just kind of mm-hmm. flow with flow. it, then it, you know, you stop getting slapped in the face. Yes. <laughs> and so it just brought me back to like last time how I says, um, you you don't have to bend for the universe. The universe will bend for you. Mm. Essentially, I I feel like I was over like I was telling the ocean what to do with my motions, mm. but really I was just going with with them. But I was also with the waves. But I was making I was go. <laughs> I don't know how I'm saying this. It's making sense in my mind. But I, get you. I was going with the waves. But I was also feeling like I was telling. The ways was to do. You was one with the ocean. I was exactly. one with the ocean. A lot of times we try to do stuff our own way, or we try to do what we think is best, and it's like no, just. <laughs> and just, it's it's, all, it's about your positioning. It's all about your yes. positioning, how you view things, and how you do things. Like exactly. it really can change the outcome of your situation, yes. your circumstances, or whatever is going on. Right. It's like we be doing stuff the wrong way. Hmm. But and still doing it the wrong way and thinking that something's going to change. Still get hit in the face with the waves. <laughs> but if we just position ourselves the right way, we hmm. can keep going and we can move forward. But we don't want to be stubborn if we keep going and jumping and being faced with forward. But if we just, we already know what to do. You do. We already know what to do. So that was lesson number two. <laughs> <laughs> Go with the waves. Go Position with the yourself waves. the right way. If something Stop making stuff hard for yourself. Yes. And Kobe, another thing you said in the ocean, I don't know if you remember this, she was like, when we were moving with the waves, when we finally got the hang of it, she was like, it doesn't seem like you're moving, but you are. You're getting further and yeah. further and further. Because, yeah. you know, you're working trying to get, you know, out further you know how far deep into the ocean and then you like dang i don't feel like i'm moving i'm like i'm going anywhere and then, you and then when you turn back and look you're like oh my gosh like the right. shore is way back there like look how far i've come mm-hmm. and so it's like you can't get discouraged through whatever journey in life that you are going on do not get discouraged and don't feel like just because you're not moving at the pace of someone else you're like dang how did this person get out there that mm-hmm. fast right. how did they get you know to that level that right. they're at that fast it's okay hmm. like you have to know that you're gonna get there whenever you're ready when it's your time hmm. and that you know you're not where you were before right Ooh. so we learned all that in the ocean <laughs> because it was real though i really felt that on a spiritual level like yeah. this was crazy it's just like you think these big old waves could like overcome you, but mm-hmm. it you it doesn't have to be that way. So it's mm-hmm. like sometimes we see these big hurdles in life, these big obstacles in life, right. and we feel like we can't, you know, overcome them. But we really have to position ourselves the right way and move with and be in one with mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. the Spirit. Like yeah. everything is a 
it's a frequency. If we just move with it, mm. we're going to be fine no matter how big or little the wave is. I don't know how to, to work it in there with okay. two different trips because one of the lessons did correspond with um, just put making things larger than what they are because I had the privilege to go talk to my grandpa in Waco. How and long has it been since you've seen him? It's been three whole years. Oh but so the backstory on my grandpa. So this is my father's mom. I mean, <laughs> hey, how do you feel, so, so, <laughs> typo, y'all. Typo. Let's rewind it. This is my mother's father. That's, okay. that's, that's completely wrong. I said wow. that. So, this is my mother's father. My grandfather, he only has one child, which is my mother. And so, just so me and my grandpa, we didn't meet, I didn't know he existed until I got in high school. It was like, wow. yeah, so we never knew each other our whole entire lives. But so just, oh, the, the story, it's, it's like stories upon stories, but I'm going to just stay on track. So me and my grandpa, we didn't really meet each other until high school. I saw him when my uh, my grandmother's, my grandmother had passed, which is my mother's mom. So his wife. So they were technically married until the time my um my grandmother had passed, which was my mom's mom. So did you know your mom's mom? Yes. Yeah, so the thing is, my mom and her mom, which is my grandmother, they mm -hmm. lived together their entire life. Mm -hmm. So I always knew my so grandmother, but I was just, they were separated. And I asked okay. him, I was like, why didn't y'all ever get a divorce or anything? He was like, I wanted to stay together. I, I mean, I just wanted to be with her for your mom's sake. So wow. he was, but he never married. He never, they never got a divorce. So to this day, like... They're you technically together. I'm like, what? And I was like, to think I never even knew you existed. And I was just like, and he was just, he was, so, oh, so this is a life lesson again. So he kept saying that while I was down there. He was like, you know, I sure hate that I was deprived from you all my life. And not just you, because I have a sister as well. He was like, from y'all, from uh, my two granddaughters. He's like, because I really miss y'all. I think we could have had fun. And in fact, y'all. He sent my mother money throughout the years so that he can we could come and see him. But my mom would just, you know, she, my mother had a really have had a really bad drug addiction, so she would take the money and mm -hmm. do God knows what with it, and then lie to my grandpa and tell him, "Oh, Shamara, Shamara is my oldest sister. Shamara mm -hmm. needed school clothes, so I bought her that with the money." Mm -hmm. He was just telling me, I was, he's like, "Time, time again." I would be like, "When are y'all coming?" Wow. I, he was looking forward to meeting us and see. But I did meet him. When I was one. Well, I wasn't even <laughs> one yet. I was like seven months. My dad told me about this story. He was like, you have a grandpa that lives in Waco. And um, he, because uh, my grandpa thought I was born in 92, because he was like, because that's when he first met me. He was mm -hmm. like, so I met him in 92. And he was like, yeah, I remember when you came down and my dad was, uh, my dad would just, he can't, he, my dad and my mom had came down to visit him in Waco. And he was like, every time I would give you to your mom, my dad would take you and put you right back in your lap. Like, nah, hold your granddaughter, hold your granddaughter. You need to get connected with her. He's like, I never forget that day. I never will forget that day. And so he was just like, I was looking so, like, so forward. I was looking forward to being a major part of y'all life. And he was just like, I just hate that. And he kept saying that the whole time I was there. And I was just like, we have to learn to forgive. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, I know it was a, the, the circumstances didn't pan out the way we did, but we can't keep going. Cause he's like so disappointed, pointed with my mom. And he's just like, I just show hate she did that. I just show hate that this, this, and he just kept repeating. I'm like, but grandpa, we here now. So yeah, let's not worry about the past. Yes. Mm -hmm. And like, let's really enjoy the time. He's like, I'm definitely enjoying it. I was like, but I could tell you have like this resentment, this right. chip on your shoulder for the way things did pan out. So one lesson was like to forgive. We really got to forgive because it's only affecting our own peace, our own peace of mind. Like my mom's out there living her life. She's not thinking about the times mm -hmm. that my grandpa is something he, he's still hanging on to this. Like mm -hmm. it is his dying day. Like I'm like, grandpa, why didn't you just come to Houston <laughs> if you wanted to see it? So he's yeah. like, I had no idea where y'all lived. I didn't yeah. know. And, and we didn't, and I grew up my whole life, not even living with my mom. So 
that's another reason why I never asked about my grandpa that much because I was always with my father's side of the family. Mm -hmm. So it was just, he was just like, man, I just show hate. I miss so much of your life, but I'm so thankful that to be a part of your life. But that's just one tip. We don't go as the, yeah. the time. So just being in his presence and just hearing so many stories, I got some tea to tell y'all. Like, but general, generational curses is real, y'all. It's time mm. to break them things. We breaking them. We, they broke. Yeah, what curses? Yeah. Well, I don't know curses. All I know is magic. All things. I know is magic and God's blessings pouring up into my life. That's beautiful, though. Because people really can, like, keep, like, I, I see it. I see it in my own family. Like, people really be, like, so far gone in the past that they don't remember to live their best life now. Mm -hmm. It's just like, and they make decisions based off of past decisions yeah. and things Ooh. like that. But really, what are you doing for yourself right now that's best for you right now? Right now. So, let that forgiveness. And that's, and that's so true because another thing I heard him kept saying, he kept mentioning his mom. And I think his mom used to treat him really bad. He was the baby of the family. And I was like, and I be thinking, we, the, some of the stories he told me about the women of his life, because he told me the whole time of his life, he spent majority of his life chasing after women. And I'm like, well, where the wife at then? Where the wife be? Right. Where she at though? Like, he was just like, nothing ever was sustainable. Like nothing was, he, he, he thinks that it was all lust. Like he lusted after women his whole life. And he's like, and that's how I realized when it was lust, then it wasn't good for me type deal. But what I wanted to mention, he was he talked about how his mom was was this cruel person. I was just like, Grandpa, just put that behind you. Like she did. Now I'm sorry. I have to be real. Like she did. Like don't yeah. still let a person that's not even living have this huge of an effect on your life. So it just kind of made me take it into my life like yeah, I could blame my mom for being this way, but I don't want to keep mm. this same chip on my shoulder and constantly blame her for not being in my life or being in my life the way I wanted her to be in my life. Right. To to allow me to be at this, like, not live in peace. Yeah. And I yeah. just felt like, yeah, she may have did that, but, but we got to grow on. We got to yeah. move forward from that thing. And But... So that whole, that goes under forgiveness as well. Like we really got to forgive the people around us. And it's sometimes the people that we love the most. And that's why it's so hard because he kept saying, I had this picture perfect idea of family that we'd be all close. Like, you know, you're the ones you see on the movies. And I just hate I didn't have that with y'all. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Mm. I was like, let's not hate. Let's yeah, just love. Like you can't get back that time, but you can, you know, change and make the future what you want it to be. Exactly. Exactly. You kind of like got me when you said like he saw this picture perfect ideal that he has. And I feel like a lot of us and I've seen my mom struggle with this. She's like, I have this picture perfect. My greatest desire is to have our family together. I always mm. tell her, like, what are you talking about? Like me and Jeremy are constantly at the house. Nephew, you know, everyone's there. Yeah. But it's like we have sometimes we have this idea that's in our head on how life's supposed to be. Mm. And if we're not there, we feel like we're not successful, mm. not realizing all the great lessons that God has given us mm. already. And so like, what God has for you is gonna be much more better than what you have for you. Cool. So it's just like, I really want people to get out of that that box of, oh, this is how my life's supposed to be. Because yeah. you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Well, we can create it with God, of course. But. Exactly, exactly. So I don't know, that, that always bothered me when she said that because I just don't understand. Like, I understand, but I don't understand. Like, right, right. We're right here. And, and I think just seeing the transition of my grandpa, because I think... I didn't get to know, I didn't know him when he was younger, but I was helping. So the reason I went down there is because I wanted to help him out around his property. So y'all, he has a phenomenal, beautiful, amazing property. He has 14 acres of land that it okay. just sits on and it's so beautiful. It's like country, park, state park, forest. I don't know, it's like everything in one, but it's so cute and he's just goes around planting different plants and all kinds of things. He just loves nature and outdoors and things like that. But so one thing that really stuck out, so I didn't get to know him when he was younger, but I noticed how he regrets not being young. Not regrets. I don't want to say regret in case he listens to this because he be listening to our podcast. But, <laughs> yes. I'm scared. Hey, Grandpa. <laughs> hey, Grandpa. But um, not regret, but he just wants to be able to do things like he once did them in the past, like AKA strength. Um, like he was able to, 
like to tame this land in like a day, but now it takes him a lot longer mm -hmm. or so. But going back to this picture perfect thing, he's like, I want to see things the way it was, but when I was at my prime, or not even at my prime, but when I was at this spectacular, at my prime, I'm gonna just say prime. <laughs> so, and it's just like this vision he has in his head is, it kind of, it, we all have visions in our head of what we want our life yeah. to be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes our vision is kind of, let me choose my words quietly is kind of only focused on our outlook on life, our perspective of life, negating the fact like, yeah, I want to have my mom here all the time, my dad, my sister, that's all these people. Yeah, I ain't going to say oh, that sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, yes, but that's true. Because I know because I knew it myself. Forgetting that they have their own life to live. And yes, of course, you want them to be around you all the time, but still you want them to, to live a fulfilled life. You want them to go out and prosper and do whatever it is that they're meant to do on this earth. So not so much holding it so close to where you smother it, but letting it go out and, and grow out and, and, and trusting if you were able to raise up some people in this world and they're able to live their dreams, that should be enough, even if you don't see them every single day like you would want to see them. But just right. if they're in this life, happy, spiritual, living out a fulfilled life, that should be good enough, I think. Somebody's clinging mama need to hear that. <laughs> Let your babies go. <laughs> For real though, but it, I can see how it would be hard because I brought this thing, I gave right. this thing life. I, I just want to squeeze you because once upon a time I did always squeeze you and you needed me literally. We needed. Needed our moms. It would be nowhere, well, not for me, my mom, but you know, mm -hmm. we needed a caretaker, a provider yeah. to like build us we couldn't eat without this person we couldn't change we couldn't bath we couldn't do anything and it's like they just want to grow all up now and you know oh, you, don't, you don't need my permission literally, literally they come back they do we do. I, yeah, we, we do always come back you do you do so just that little process it's a season phases yes. i think oh okay i don't want to get off topic but why did why did you feel the need to go to see your grandpa because i know you wanted to do that for i just want to know why um man he is one of the people that believe it or not i've only met him i can count on time i mean seeing him face to face four times mm -hmm. my graduation party well so maybe like five times so i just met him in 2015 i think was mm -hmm. the first time we met wait that's not 2015 i lied 2010 2009 okay, okay. final answer guys <laughs> 2009 i met him and then he came back from my graduation party that was the second time then i went and seen him three years ago twice and then so six times we've seen each other in our whole lives and in those six times it wasn't until i think i got out of college when i seen him again I told this man my whole entire life story. Like, he know more about me than my mama, my daddy, my auntie, everybody in my <laughs> life that, well, no, me and my mom, we have this special relationship because she knows stuff about me too that they don't. But still, but me and him really connected. Like, and it wasn't even me doing all the talking. He was like, this man can tell some stories. <laughs> Grandpa, you know you got some stories, but the stories that he shared with me, they have so much wisdom, so many life lessons, but, and I, I can like literally sit there and talk to him and not feel judged and I feel like I'm a bad person for doing that or not feel like I'm stupid. It's just like, dang, you accepting all this? Like, okay. He all sounds right. like he's a reflection, you're a reflection of him because that's how you are. Aww. Don't be judging. You're really easy to talk to. Have great mm -hmm. advice and wisdom. And it's just that bond between, you know, the, a grandparent and that, you know, a grandchild is, is, is different mm. between, you know, a parent and a, you know, a child. Real. You That's know, true. They, and and they're, they're a little bit more softer now. So that at one point in their prime, they mm -hmm. were like a parent, you know, they were a little bit You're stricter. Right. But as they get older, they become a little bit more softer, and, you know. Because they understand yeah, life. It's, it's like, you know, let that child be, you know, like, why are you being so hard? You know, because even I hear... You know, my mom and grandma talk about mm -hmm. things, you know, about me and my siblings. Mm -hmm. And I hear how my grandmother, you know, talks to my mom. And she's like, you know, Tracy, just calm down. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, no. It's not okay. So it's, it's different. Oh, I, it I understand what you mean. 
about how you can open up and be, you know, like grandma, like, you know, grandpa, is this mm-hmm. like, you know, when you can kind of be more open and discuss things. With right. Them. That's true. And they're not as judgmental. Yeah. I think so. Because your parents, they just, you want to make them proud. Yes. Like, so you don't want to disappoint them when you say certain things to them. But your grandparents, I think they didn't already live all yes. the phases of life. So it's like, ain't nothing under the sun. Like, yeah. she'll come around. She'll help yeah. understand, you know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's cool. That is yeah. beautiful. That's yeah. great. I'm glad to hear that. I, when I was looking at your Insta story, I was like, this is where she's supposed to be. Yeah. Aww. That's cute. Aww. <laughs> and then I just really wanted to help him out around there. He had been needing help. And he lives alone. So he can't do a lot of the things that we used to be. Well, he used to be able to do. like, And just, you know, grandparents, like, far as, a, like, computerized things like mm-hmm. automatic payments he thought that was like god's gift to earth when i was like grandpa he's like yeah we got to go to the store and i was like grandpa give my phone i can just do this right here and just pay your bill like he like so just different things like that that we think is so easy to us yeah they're like oh my gosh you saved me a trip yeah. I'm like yeah <laughs> so he's teaching you think he's showing you things. yeah we're we showing him yeah yes. real. need it mm-hmm. but yeah Day two? All right. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. That was even, we still on day one. Okay, after that, we went to, oh. um, we went to Ocean Drive mm-hmm. and was living our best life. It's like yes. a, uh, like a. It's just a nightlife, a night scene. They have a bunch of different bars, shops, mm-hmm. uh, restaurants, mm-hmm. and you can just walk up, up and down the strip and just kind of just, you know, it's just entertainment. It's fun. It's like nice little touristy area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not lit. I mean, I don't know. Was it anything specific about that night? Nothing specific. No, no life lessons than that. We just uh, dancing, having fun. (laughs) Just bar hopping, had a fun. It was just fun, you know, girls' night. And especially for us, um, being in Houston, we don't experience, you know, Houston nightlife as much. Or just, like, we don't go out that much. So it was just a nice relief to be in another city just... Not having to worry about work or anything, and just mm-hmm. you know being free and just having fun. Yes. yes. And we usually have like me and Deborah, especially. We usually we usually have like itineraries where we know where we're gonna eat, we know where we're gonna do <laughs> this and this and that. Yeah. This time we were like we just didn't really plan anything, but it was mm-hmm. nice to not have any expectations mm-hmm. and to just go with the flow, and it, it just exceeded our expectations. That's amazing. So that was that was fun. Okay, yeah. so they. Two mm-hmm. got crazy. I thought this was day two. No, that was day one. Oh, that. so like, cause we got there at the night Wednesday oh, midnight. Oh, so y'all don't count that so, one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Thursday was like our full first full day. Got we you, were there from you. morning to night, and then Friday was day two, and this is where we woke up. We went to brunch this morning. Yes, and uh, got back to brunch from brunch, and getting ready for our. Our like day. Just, a, just a day, yeah. We were just kind of exploring just the city. Mm. And okay, so this is crazy. Like, is. I'm smiling, but it's not funny at all. Oh, so, I was um, outside on the balcony, just looking over, seeing what everybody's doing. And then I look down and I see this woman laying on the ground, and like all these, what are they called? Uh, paramedics. Paramedics surrounding her, like reviving her and stuff like oh. that. And I was like, oh, my God, I just immediately started praying because I was like, God, please help her look like she OD'd or something oh, like that. Wow. And I was like, hey, Jazz, come here. Like, look like look at this. Right. And so she came over there. They're, like, pumping her, pumping her, pumping her. And then I'm like, Jazz, it looks like she fell because her arm her is arm. bent. Yeah, like, her arm, her oh arm was God. like. So she jumped off the balcony, possibly? Um, We don't really we don't know, know what happened. Anything. We just know, you know, what we saw. Yeah. And so then uh, after when they're like pumping mm-hmm. her, they put a cover over her. And we're, yeah, and they were trying to get her to breathe. They were, you had a mask on her. You know, yeah. Doing, um, CPR. Yeah. Just just everything. They were, they were frantic. On, yeah. Like there were, they were six really people. They were really working on her. Oh, and so me, damn. Tiff, and Deborah were upstairs. It was three of us mm-hmm. upstairs. We were kind of getting ready. And the other two ladies were downstairs. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, we... We were having two different perspectives, so they're texting us. We didn't know because we we're know. out on the balcony, looking down, looking down, and they're you know coming in to the hotel, you know, as everything was going on. Oh my god! So you know, we finally all they get up to the room, 
And they're like, hey, somebody fell off the uh, balcony. Oh my God. And we're like, we can see them from our like, balcony. Like, this is like, we're looking yeah, at we're, this. Oh you know, they, from what they were seeing, <sighs> some kids from the pool, because we were facing the pool, they were saying she was trying to take a picture and she fell over the balcony. And I don't, you know, we don't know if it's true or not. It's just, it was just hearsay. But regardless of what she was doing, it's just like, life is short. Ooh, life is like, short. We're on a vacation. Like, this is. What got me though, what got me though, is because, like, I really, in my mind, thought she was going to be it. okay. Yeah. Cause we didn't think that it was going to, you know, be that. Right. Because mm. we saw them. The thing is, we saw them trying to resuscitate her. Mm-hmm. Then we saw her put the the cover over. So we're like, mm-hmm. oh no, they're just still working on. Her. They were still working on her. Yeah, we thought they were trying to put because you know they like, I think see they saw that everyone was kind of coming to the balcony looking mm-hmm. to see what's going on to yeah. respect yeah. her privacy. Yeah, but actually, they had to rip off all her clothes. So you know they were just trying to cover her up. Right. That's what we thought, but in actuality, they were pronouncing her dead. Oh my! Because they put over two, yeah. and we saw blood running out. It's just. It's just it was crazy. It was. Mm. And I was like, I was just telling Kobe, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I told, like, told you to come here because, like, you know, something like that can mess up your vacation. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, it really made me enjoy each and every day mm. so much more. Because just think you're on vacation. Real. You don't think that you're going to die. Right. You know, you don't, you don't think that. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Wow. It's it just was. so sad. Yeah. That's real. It's just so sad. You just never know. So I, so I was me and Kobe. We were talking it was about just like it. a lie running through our minds. You know, yeah. Things. Like who is she with? Mm-hmm. You know, like how, could you just imagine? You know, coming on a vacation. Just even with us girls, I was like, I couldn't imagine. You know, coming here with you all and then like leaving one less. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just right wouldn't be the same. And it made me think about legacy because this is what was crazy. This is what was tripping us mm-hmm. all out. She is dead right mm-hmm. here. We look, we're looking out, and the whole world is still going normal. Mm-hmm. People at the pool still just still partying, going, and like life is life still goes on. Mm-hmm. Like we could see it. Like the perspective is crazy. You see this woman covered up. See all this happen. You look. We could see everything. Everybody's still going on with their life, daily life. And including us, like we had to go on with our life, but we just realized like how important it is to live in your purpose and to leave mm-hmm. a legacy, you know, because it's just, it just made me think about so many like, once things. Once you leave this flesh, like that's it. It's it. Wow. And the world keeps moving like this. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, it was a Friday. You have to think this is a busy day for the hotels. A lot of people checking out, a lot of people checking in. Mm. So the... Like the hotel was still just moving, moving. like as if right. nothing had happened. Nothing had happened. Life just keeps going. Wow. And also, just made me think like in life, death may come, all these crazy circumstances may come, but we have to realize we can't ponder on those things mm-hmm. because life, regardless of what's going on, is going to keep moving. Mm-hmm. So, you got to pick up your bootstraps and you got to keep going. Yeah. Like, just keep going. And I'm glad that you said that because before we left, I was listening to The Breakfast Club the mm-hmm. day that, um, that morning. And um, you know how they have the ASCII people call in. And mm-hmm. it was one lady who called in, and she was really going through something and was thinking about, you know, committing suicide. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, a backup person that they call. Yeah. It's a, um, psychiatrist or a psychiatrist or he may be a mental psychologist or something like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, they had him call in and they connected these two people together and they were following so that had happened you know earlier that week mm-hmm. so they had called them back and was following up you know asking about the girl and how she was doing and that was one of the conversations that uh, they had mm-hmm. she called them because she was you know just having you know one of the, her moments mm-hmm. she was sitting at the park and she was looking at people and just still in her thoughts about like you know things that she's done how she had messed up mm-hmm. you know but she was still looking like at everybody else still going like people just are happy doing mm-hmm. you know he was like why aren't you doing the same thing mm-hmm. what's preventing you you know like you don't know what that person is going through or what they know. but they're still what they're still out here moving. moving they're living life they're doing so it's like it's okay to have those thoughts to have yeah. those moments 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 you can't let it consume you you can't and that brings me to my trip with my grandpa because 
so we was talking and he was just like letting me know how life was passing him by and so now he's an older man and he's living by himself and now he's I guess he's kind of lonely yeah. living out there in the country by himself but life is continuously passing you by so to speak mm -hmm. and so it just makes me think like when I was out there I was thinking of it's so beautiful. Like I was waking up every morning doing Tai Chi in the nature in the forest. I was like, this is awesome. But I get to come back to my family. Mm -hmm. I get to come back. I you can't to, escape that. That's his reality. Escape. Exactly, exactly. So what could be so beautiful to you, it could be perception is yeah. completely different to someone else. And he's just like, you know, it does get, and I'm like, well, we got to change your reality. And so I think this Tiffany has said something earlier, like life is constantly passing you by. And so because of the decisions he chose to make for 30, 40 years of his life has led him to the place he is right now. And I just thought about like, okay, what the fuck decisions am I making in my life mm -hmm. that could possibly lead me to a, an outcome to when I'm in my 70s? And it kind of make me even think about this um, podcast with the budgetista, mm -hmm. and she was saying, make decisions right now in your youthful ages so that you can and she said give your older person a, a fake name oh, name yeah. that person your old your, the older version of yourself so like when you spend in that little extra change <laughs> you you you'll think twice before you take she said ultimately you're taking money away from that person so to speak mm. but she was saying it from a budgetista standpoint but i was thinking of it from a decision standpoint because yeah. i was just thinking my grandfather he was he graduated, I think he has his master's degree in finances. He's very, very intelligent, y'all. Like, he got offered a job right out of college. Well, no, when he was still in college. At this time, this was a lot of money because um, th this was like in the 60s. Yeah. So he had got offered six-figure job in the 60s. But the decisions he made mm -hmm. led him jobless. Like, he went to the interview and uh, had the job, created some type of computer disk thing, and this was before computers were even popping back then. Mm -hmm. And then they asked him, what did you do? He got scared and lied and said, I didn't do anything. And so someone else took the credit for all his work. Wow. I was like, what? I was like, how could you be so naive? But anyway, so yeah. it's just like the decisions that you make in your youthful years can ultimately set you up for the yeah. life you're gonna live. Yeah. <laughs> for the rest of your years. So it's just like, whether you, whatever decisions you make it, cause I'm like, okay, all this time has passed by in your life. I've seen pictures of you. I've seen, it's just like, what were you doing with all of these years? How did you spend these years so that they could leave you value or without value type deal? And I'm just like, the decisions I make are so key. And he was telling me, it's like, these habits and stuff we already know. He's like, you have to break those bad habits so that you can ultimately create, because your habits create your life. Yes. So if you were yes. constantly making bad habits, he went down, now I'm only telling y'all the, the, the edited version, but he went through like the street life. He didn't been, but, and this is a man with a master's degree, intelligent, smart, but making some really gullible choices because of blame most of the time, blaming it on family members, blaming it on circum present circumstances, but he ought to always, always, you can escape something temporarily but ultimately the the outcome is gonna be determined by those little choices you made up until then so it's like don't try to run away from something because it feels good right now or don't try to not live your best life because you're trying to help somebody just for the now you got to think more long term guys yeah i like how you said like your decisions make up your value years later mm -hmm. it just made me think that word value, are you making valuable decisions? Are each of your decisions valuable to you? Right yeah. there, right then and there, and in the future. So make valuable decisions. Valuable decisions. It just made me think like how y'all were saying, we gotta do this thing. And I just like, okay, I really need to quit playing with my life because I need to, I don't feel like I've been playing with it, but I don't, I just wanna just make everything count. Is past. You're like, okay, I'm gonna do this, but then you look, and it's like mm -hmm. weeks, a summer that went by and you still haven't done whatever it is that you said you, you know, we're going to do. Exactly. So I can just imagine just a lifetime, a lifetime going by and somebody's like, I was supposed to do this. I was supposed to 
but they never got around to doing right. it. Right. Because he was just telling me, like, you know, I had visions. I wanted to build this house on this land. I had the money, too. I blew the mm-hmm. money, too. And I was just like, dang, dang. Like, this is your whole life. But I don't understand. But it, I'm not trying to make it seem like he's a, I hope I'm not no, messing no, his no, image no, up. But, no. but it's just like he was teaching me so, so yeah. much because I was just like, wow. Like, I don't even want to waste no more time, never, ever again. Like, I just came back, like, this is what I needed for this birthday. Like, so that from this moment forward, I'm going to make value. And then value. And you have to have faith. Faith is what's going to ultimately fuel. Because, okay, we, we were talking. And he's been through a lot in his life. So he ultimately ultimately started to lose faith in people, so mm. to speak. And what I mean, he's like, you know, he thinks he has this this perception that people don't know how to do something. Like, he's, sorry to say, he's like Tiffany was. Or he kind of still is, but he never broke that habit. But Tiffany found a way to break this habit. He was like one of those that I need to do everything. He would hire people to work on his property. And they, he, they would get there, and then he would kick them out. And, like, they would be sitting on the sidelines watching him do all the work because he's like, y'all don't know how to do it as good as I know how to do it, so I'm going to do everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but that was when he was young. So now he's older, and he's like, I can't do what I, was, what I, I could do back then. Like, I could do all this, 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 and that. But he needed to learn, like, delegation is so, so important. Yes. Like, you have to, like, seven people can do way more work than one man can, whether you want to admit it or not. Like, so he, was, he has this connotation, like, I don't believe in people because they can't do the work like I can do it, or it, 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 they won't do it as good as you type yeah. and it's just like you have to trust that God is going to send those people in your life that will be able to not just do a good job I mean do it as good as you can but they will be able to surpass your expectations he was like I don't believe that I was like you just got to have faith grandpa he's like I don't have faith I was like well that's probably why yeah, yeah exactly you have to just, have faith you have to you have to have to so that was one thing another nugget that I had learned like faith has to be strong and on on a small scale, a large scale, every scale. Like you have to have faith that God is going to, if it's send the people in your life, send the pro, uh, project that you need in your life. Because faith is what ultimately waters whatever seed that you plant into this universe. So whether you say you want this husband, you want this job, you want this career, you want this love, or I don't know, whatever it is, to see that manifest and to see that thing come to fruition. You have to have faith and that's just that's what it is but over time people can damper your faith with the countless letdowns because he's been let down a lot i ain't i ain't telling both sides of the story because people have said they were going to be there and it fell short people who did this and actually planted stuff on him pin things so it's just like you lose trust in people you get yeah. you get guarded really heavily you get sheltered but that faith is what allows you to be vulnerable and knowing all this Knowing people are potentially can burn you, knowing people can potentially walk all over you, knowing people can potentially do all these negative things to you, but still being vulnerable enough and trusting enough that God won't let that thing happen. You are covered, you're protected from all of that that's out there, all the negative energy that could possibly affect you. You were have this body armor that's just warding all of that negativity off of you. So that's what faith is to me. And I just think that that's so important and so imperative that you have that because let's just say you, so since you guard yourself so much and you shut down ultimately and you look back and then you, you haven't achieved all of the things you wanted to achieve. But imagine if you would have just took that, that step out on faith and say it worked, which I do believe is going to work. And then you'll look back at your life and be like, God dang, God dang, God dang, I'm, I did it, I did it. You won't have, have so much regret to look back on. You go back and say, I'm proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And something that, you know, kind of I pulled from out of that is that a lot of times we put our faith into people mm. instead of just putting mm. our faith into God, you know. Mm. And that's, that's why a lot it. of times I don't let stuff, like I don't get mad at certain things because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know, like we're human. I know we're going to mess up. I know you're going to mess up. You're going to do stupid stuff. Right. So I, like, I understand that, but mm-hmm. he is greater, so, you know, everything is going to work out mm-hmm. for the greater good. For the greater always, good. Always. For the greater good. So that is it's a lesson in that, too. It's a lesson. That to stop putting your faith in 
people. Mm. Stop putting, you know, just putting all our expectations and certain things into people, you know, because they're going to let you down. They are. True. It's going to happen. They're going to mess up. They're going to fall short. Mm-hmm. We all have fallen short. We all have. We're all guilty of it, but that's true. That's so true. That's very true. I think that's the difference. That's mm-hmm. the world of difference. Why? We are the way we are because yeah. our faith is not in people. Yeah, mm-hmm. our faith is God is going to bring us the right people. Real, yes. I love Real. that. All right, hey. I feel like we go from like really deep to like Miami. We go. <laughs> I think this is the perfect right. balance. This is the perfect balance. So, what happened next? Um, where were we at? We uh, the woman, and it then was Friday. Yeah, Saturday. That was Friday. We went out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Is that the night we got kicked out of Live? Yes. Y'all got kicked out oh. of Live? <laughs> yes. I just hear this story. Actually, they got kicked out. I'm classy. <laughs> I was always yes. my best So, life. in Miami, they have planes that fly out on the beach every day. They're saying, hey, you know, come to this club. You know, so-and-so is going to be here. So, Live, you know, just from speaking to different people, Live is a popular club and it's supposed to be popular on Sundays. Mm. But because the plane was going out saying Fetty Wap was going to be there, a lot of people were like, okay, we're going to go on Friday because mm. it might be popular because this is a you know, special guest. Right. So we were there. It is packed. Mm. Like shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. shoulder. Like can't move. You know, it's a good, you know, they got good music going. It's okay. It's a good vibe. But it was just, you couldn't get comfortable. You couldn't do what you wanted to you do. Literally like this. It was so <laughs> packed. But um, they had some, you know, huge, huge security guys. And they always, you know, had to make way for the bottle girls and mm-hmm. people who work there. And, you know, some of them are a little bit aggressive and what some people would say, take their jobs too seriously, whatever. But um, basically, they were doing their job and protecting, you know. But some security guards will, you know, say, look at you and say, hey, you know, you need to get out the way or, you know, mm-hmm. they'll tap you on your shoulder and say, can you move? Mm-hmm. And then there are others who are a little bit more aggressive and they kind of do like a little stiff arm mm-hmm. or a shove. Mm-hmm. And in one particular case, um, Nikki, the girls who was traveling with us, um, got into an altercation with one of the security guards. She was claiming that he hit her and he said he shoved her. It was just a bunch of, you know, right. back and forth going on about, you know, the terms and what was did and said hmm. and so um she basically had to go fill out a report but you know with that it was either you you know can let this go or you're gonna fill out this report and then you gotta you you gotta go <laughs> like if you fill out a report on our club you gotta go yeah so she was like all right then i'm filling this out because you know he wasn't apologetic he just felt justified hmm. and you know his actions like i'm protect i'm doing my job and so she like, your job is to, you know, put your hands on women. Like, that's not okay. Right. You need to be fired from this job. Exactly. <laughs> so job. he just wasn't apologetic and he was just standing firm in what he did. And she was really upset that the club, you know, was defending him and his actions, you know. Mm. So she just didn't like that. She put out a report. And, you know, me we, me and Deborah were like, Where is, what is going on? You know, because they were like going at it. And what? they went down this back door. And so they eventually oh, wow. came out and they escorted us <laughs> out the, uh, this hallway, this private little back door. What? Yes. 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 But Y'all play- over here getting kicked out of clubs in Miami. I'm like, right when it was getting, you know, good, you know. Yes. Wow. Had to go. But to play devil's advocate, we don't know what actually happened. Yeah, I didn't see it. So we don't know. But see, that's the thing. Don't you are the main one. You know, we had in, in the past podcast about women and how, you know, we don't trust the, you know, this is what people do. They never trust what the woman says. They always, you know, defending the guy. Well, what did she do? What did, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't with y'all. I left y'all. Tiffany, what I learned is Tiffany is a little wanderer. She just wanders off. She's one of those little kids that I bet was just, you know, yo, her mom was like, stay with me, Tiffany. Don't leave. Don't leave my side. Don't go anywhere. She was just off. Like, Tiffany, we just kept like, where is Tiffany? Where is Tiffany? Everywhere we went, she wandering off. She was just wandering off. When I was looking at her story, I was like, where everybody is? Like she's like alone on this, this video right here. She just be in her own little world. Yeah. But I always come back. I always come back. It was hot. 
like, where have you been? All of this just went down, and you were where? It's hard to move in a, in like, in a group, because, like, it's hard to move in a group in such a, like, a small, claustrophobic space, so, like, it's easier to navigate when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my thing. And then I just want to be doing what I want to do, so I can't be like, okay, let's go here, let's go there. Like, no, I'm going to go dance with somebody. Bye. So, <laughs> y'all call me, but I got the text, like, okay, we got kicked out, we meet y'all outside. I was like, okay. Bye, let's go. But I don't know, I'm still back on the point that, you know, regardless of if he pushed, shoved, like, it's, they were. It was some people that were in there that were aggressive. Mm. They knocking you out the way. you like, dang, what's going on? And it's just yeah. somebody coming through with bottles. And it's yeah. like, everybody needs really, to be more respectful. Or, a, you know, a guy, you know, people spill their drinks. And so it's like maybe a, you know, a guy coming through to kind of wipe the ground or clean up, clean up a spill. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dang. They are aggressive. Don't take exactly. all that, bro. Like you but, can say, "Excuse me." Yeah. Like that's as simple as it is. I guess they deal with so many people yeah. in the past yeah. that you okay. say, "Excuse me," that they look at you like, <laughs> "Please, I'm over here enjoying myself." And then you know when people are yeah. under the influence, I can see they get this superwoman, Superman courage that you know <laughs> everything can always be just de-escalated. Like he could have been like, "Dang, wow!" If you really feel like I. I shoved you. I'm sincerely sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just go on with it. But, you know, we right. have a big six, six foot, you know, 300 pound, you know, dude. And he just wasn't sorry. Mm-hmm. Pride. That man pride. Women pride too. Female pride. We all got pride. Yes. Yeah, but y'all but, know that. Y'all yes. The so that was That's one thing we could say. We got kicked out of a club. Yes, That's check that funny. off the list. <laughs> That's funny. I still ain't never been kicked out of a club. It wasn't all that. It wasn't <laughs> right? all that. It's, it's hyped up. It's it hyped is. up. Because it's just too many people, really. It yeah. It's a nice venue. Mm-hmm. Good scene, good vibe. But it's too it's so late. Like, you got to have a limit. Yeah, they got. Oh my gosh! The one thing I did not know about you know Miami, like it's so crazy expensive to get in the clubs. Like they charging eighty dollars for men to get in the club. Eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. Why? For what? Do they do the same thing we do in clubs? I'm like, or they should guarantee. I'm like on the dude side. Like, (laughs) look, I'm at eighty dollars. I gotta. They got to give me some numbers. Like, right. I'm walking out. Right, you got to. I ain't taking no L's. <laughs> right. For real, though. So, how much yeah. was it for women? Girl, we got that for free, free, that free, free. Oh, you know yeah. no, 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 we did. Lid, no, we did. It was $20. We did. Everybody, we 20. everywhere else, we were free. Yeah. We did it's supposed to be. But $80, they childish for that. Not I, said the cat. So. But yeah, it was fun yeah. though. You had to like we had to go to live because you just have to go to live if you're in Miami. Just yeah. experience it. So I'm glad we got to check so it y'all, out. If, if y'all was ever gonna get kicked out of a club, I'm yeah. happy that y'all got kicked out of live. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh yeah, okay. mm-hmm. yes. But it was, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's what's up. I don't know if I have any more deep life lessons or anything like that. I know after like. I did like something really risky. <laughs> Tiff did Miami the way a single woman should do Miami, okay? She's out here living her best life. She out here meeting people, mixing mingle, dancing yes. with people, you know. I love her, it. You know. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? It's Saturday. So Saturday was oh, like a happy hour and she over here making googly eyes with this. <laughs> so no, let me find out you learning how to flirt. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I peep this. I peep this. I'm like, too. I see you. <laughs> I see you. I'm like, okay, yes. why don't you just go on and write your number on an app? Yes, and then she told me that. I'm like, you know. So, yeah. It was just <laughs> cute. Like bus boy, he was black. Like I love me a hardworking black man. Like I just love that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what you do, or whether you are the president of the United States, or whether you work at yeah, Popeyes Pizza. I love like a hardworking black man. So he was working hard, and then I was like, okay. just staring. I'm, I'm just a looking at her, looking at him. Like <laughs> she was trying to get in her line of sight. <laughs> and she's looking at this man. I'm it was like, just something about him. It wasn't even my. He wasn't even like. Tight, okay. Like he didn't know type or anything, but anyways, okay. I liked him. <laughs> she did. I taught her how to flirt, y'all. How to get her. How to get yes. her me in. Yes, <laughs> Kobe, coach him. 
approach him. So I slid in my number in like a napkin, and I was just like, "Here's my number." <laughs> Here's you ain't doing things. And then um, he's like, "I've been looking at you too." And then he's like, "I'm Nico." Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm Nico. Come on. I'm Nico. I'm That's who was just texting you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "That's a new name." <laughs> Yes, and so I was being nosy. Like, <laughs> oh, I know all the Tiffany people. Who is this? So yeah, and we just changed numbers. We went on the a date the last night. Aww. Like hey, what? You out in a whole other city, <laughs> and you going on a date? Oh, day. What? Find out. Um, okay, Tiffany. It turned out good. <laughs> 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 so, so yeah, he's really cool, but you know, I was just living my best life. Yeah. But I was li- I was living each moment because I'm not gonna lie, after that girl mm-hmm. just I just saw someone die, mm-hmm. it made me really like, okay, I'm gonna I have to do this. Like I'm gonna just go ahead and do what yeah. what I want. Really? Yeah. Because like we so be in our heads. Yes, yeah. just do it. And just it, if he don't like you cares if he yeah. does like oh okay at least it's like a fun night in miami exactly. so and even the even then my phone y'all i just got my phone screen fixed like two weeks ago and then it cracked the last day like cracked mm-hmm. worse than ever oh my and um i wasn't even mad because i was like this is gonna sound crazy but i was like but at least i'm not dead like i'm still yeah. living in life Real. and we could let things little things minuscule things like a cracked iphone case uh the screen mess up your whole day, mm. make you feel bad. But then you really? realize when you see stuff like that happen, you're like, I'm alive. Like, this is little. And move mm-hmm. on and be happy. Yeah. That's so true. But that, I mean, we skipped a few things. But that was the gist of Miami. Yeah. We were just out partying hard, hard. <laughs> every hard. night. Party. I didn't even feel like y'all was partying. Nobody was Because we didn't capture that. Oh, Nobody right. was we were getting super ready. Because like, <laughs> I thought about what that. What happens I'm in like, Miami stays in Miami. Ooh, yeah, I'm like, y'all don't want to see that. Y'all saw the good, fun, fun stuff. Yes. <laughs> that like, night, like, that midnight like, to four. We was to yeah, four yeah, every yes. day. Yes. Five, so y'all was sleeping in? Or y'all was sleeping in? Yeah, kind of, because we come at 19, 12. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cause yeah. that, but like you do it all over again. All over again. <laughs> <laughs> I, we we thought we was gonna chill, but we was not chilling. <laughs> like not at all. Hey, turn up. Y'all better live y'all best life. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. Yeah. So that's what happened that in Miami. Miami. That's Just mixing, mingling, having a good time. Yeah, just having a good time. Having a good time. I had a great time too. I'm glad. Bonding. Family yeah. learning. Yeah. Growing. Living our best life. That's yeah. what it is. I truly feel like I'm living my best life. Like, I really feel this way. <laughs> I really do. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy. <laughs> so, guys. Yes. I, I want to add one more oh, thing. Oh, yes. Okay. yes. Oops. I wow. think that just going back to my grandpa, because I, I just love him so much. He's amazing. I just was thinking, like, sometimes... We just have to let ourselves appreciate everything we have done and not think about all the things we haven't done as well. So Mm -hmm. just appreciate your life. Give yourself a pat on the back because you are amazing. Yeah, seriously. All right. That's so true. Could we really be on ourselves hard? Just think, if you go to work every day, you should pat yourself on the back. Right. That's a lot of days every day. We take a lot of things for granted. Yeah. That's <laughs> and that that story that you shared with me with the lady passing away. That was just like that really made me think. Like we really have to cherish every single moment of our life. Don't be living in no regret. Every moment. don't be living in regret. Don't be living in fear and lack and mm. like just we really can't create like. We really can create and move like th- that. Way, like I wish y'all were in the waves with me when I was feeling this. Like I just really feel like wow, I could overcome anything. Mm-hmm. Like I just, just like a little simple power within that mm-hmm. we all have for real. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. All right, guys. All right. 
So what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. So guys, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with positive I am affirmations. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you could be using to transform your life either for the good or for the terrible negative demise. Guys, <laughs> we don't want to speak death over our lives. So even mm. in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling weak, you still have to remain faithful and affirm that you are strong because if you affirm you weak, how is that going to help you get out that situation? So it is three of us, and I'm affirming that it's millions and billions and trillions or whomever is divinely meant to be out there tuned in. We are going to go ahead and share our I am or just our affirmations because we won't even be doing I am affirmations. <laughs> I don't know. Tiff just said something about, you know, force and it just I don't know why but this Aaliyah lyric popped into my head you know you're a positive motivating force within my life and so I'm not gonna say you know I think in that song she was talking about a guy but Mm. I'm gonna say it for myself I Mm. am a positive motivating force within my life you are you are a positive motivating force within my life yes you are (laughs) mine is simple and I'm breathing this every single day of my long life. <laughs> I am living my best life. Girl, I was just thinking that. <laughs> yes. I mean. I saw is... a meme that said when girls say they living their best life, they own the rap. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Tim. That's Tim. But I just thought that but was funny. I can see why people were saying that like that. I see everybody be using it so often. I was like. That's our worst behavior. <laughs> I just oh, about it. <laughs> it's just not caring. Just it having is. fun and being free. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I explained that. <laughs> but I can definitely see why they say that. <laughs> I am being divinely consistent and persistent in my purpose every single day in Every aspect of my life. Yeah. Yes. That, I receive that. that. I receive I receive. That. I felt that. I feel like you about to really do that. I need it. I, just can't, I refuse to look back at my life when I'm 76 and be like, dang. I, can, I just want to be like sitting on a yacht on the beach, drinking some mimosas with my soulmates and just yes. living up my best life. Yes. Regret free. Okay. Regret free. Man. All right. For real. It's so good catching up with you. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, it's like I know it's so like, 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 how do we look? I look awkward on camera. <laughs> okay, Tim, let the people know where to find. So, all right, guys, you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and we want to hear from you guys. Make sure you subscribe hmm. to us everywhere and share and tell somebody about us. Like, shout us out on social media so they yes. know where we at. Do that. We love you guys so much. If you listen to a podcast, just say, hey, I just listened to this episode. It was, you know, let us know what you think. Yeah. Right. Tweet us. It's something structured. Hop in our DMs, you know. All right. We love meeting our listeners. We want to know who you are. Love. Yeah. Like, y'all family. Y'all don't even know. Y'all are soulmates. <laughs> we are not sleeping because of you guys. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Love you guys. 